0: All right, everybody, just one more quick little read-through before we get you to the episode. Um, So this podcast and all the other episodes are brought to you by Snake River Brewing. Uh, They're my favorite brewery here in town. Um, Great place to hang out at their brew pub. They have a good little patio area, great food all the time. Um, Sadly, the brew pub is closed right now due to the coronavirus situation, but they're still doing to-go orders. You can still get their six-packs and growlers at the brew pub, or uh, anywhere else that you would buy beer or liquor Um, so go check them out they have been an amazing partner in this process and my favorite beer here in town because we have a lot of great breweries and they're definitely the best so yeah go check them out everybody welcome back to another episode of stories from a mountain town um your loyal host here today tyler Meany, coming to you from our new podcast studio in my new home in wilson wyoming right next to jackson um call it the suburbs of jackson um today with me i have steve nightsling um steve welcome to the show thanks for having me tyler appreciate it yeah awesome uh so steve is my girlfriend taylor's sister's boyfriend so kind of that kind of that brother-in-law role um him and Allie are out here staying with us for a little while um to kind of get away from the bigger city and um have a little fun well while, while they can and we're, we're trying to be as safe as we can so um yeah welcome to Jackson and Wilson and
1: welcome back to the mountains yeah happy to be here Allie and I made a, kind of a spur-of-the-moment decision to come out yeah. here we uh Saturday morning she texted me she's like we should go visit Taylor and Tyler yeah and I was like are you serious she's like yeah mm-hmm. like, all right well let's let's go for it and Sunday morning 5 a.m we packed it up and arrived on your doorstep at about nine fifteen. <laughs> yeah we
0: they had been the girls had been like chatting about it like when you could do it or whatever mm-hmm. and then like you and I were gaming and you're like yeah did you hear we're like gonna come tomorrow (laughs) i was like i didn't know it was that far advanced of a plan i was like but fuck yeah
1: yeah no it was i mean both of her her and i are are working from home right now so i mean really it gives us the opportunity to work from anywhere really which is nice um definitely and obviously still uh still being socially distant keeping our being safe about it which is good but yeah we figured it was a good opportunity to do and couldn't pass it up and so here we are for sure yeah do you um do you work from home very often outside of pandemic? um, So busy season. So for those of you listening, I'm a, I'm an accountant mm-hmm. in public accounting. Um, busy season, um, never working from home, um, either at the clients or at the office for three and a half months straight pretty much. Mm-hmm. But uh, outside of that, um, it's kind of, I guess, kind of up to us. Um, a lot of people are still still going into the office, like even in the summers and stuff. But if you have anything going on at home or whatever, the option is definitely there for you to work from home. Um, so that option is nice. I would say, um, you know, I, I don't work, work from home too much just cause if I do have a lot of stuff to do, I'll go into the office just to get away from some distractions or whatever and whatever and go in and get that stuff done. But, you know, if they say there's a, there's a Friday where you got a little bit less going on, maybe only a couple meetings or whatever might work from home and, and get some stuff done around the house too. So.
0: Yeah. Something I've noticed uh, a ton of people that, they, that, that know that I've worked from home for like three years completely. Um, since they have been working from home during this, they tell me like, dude, I don't know how you do it. Like, how do you stay focused? And at the end of the day, it comes down to I'm in sales, so I don't make any money. I have a salary, but I don't make as much money
1: as I need. Right. Like, unless I'm actually doing work. Yeah. No, I would, I've, I've always thought that too. I have one of my roommates is, or he lives like right below me in the duplex and he works exclusively exclusively from home and I was like how do you do that all the time and and for you I obviously like yeah like you said you work for your money basically like if you're not doing work you're not making sales you're not getting paid as much so I could see where that could be a little bit better to be you know all remote when you're got the sales to Mm kind of be your incentive I guess but yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. I have, there's, there's days where I think like, oh, working from home would be awesome all the time. And then there's other days where I'm like, ah, I got to go interact with people. I'm very much so a people person. So. Yeah. We talked about th- that today,
0: how I'll just like run random errands during the middle of the day. So I get some public interaction mm-hmm. because if I'm working, um, working from home, you know, eight to four in my office, you're in the house, maybe saying hey to the neighbors or something. And then I go, on a ski tour or mountain bike ride or a hike. And I don't really see a lot of people there. And then it's come home and it's Taylor and we have dinner or if she's working, then she's already gone. Mm-hmm. And then all the only people I've seen all day are Taylor briefly and hung out with the dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I need, I'm losing my social skills. <laughs> yeah. <some days. laughs> Definitely
1: pays to get some, some human interaction. Yeah,
0: Cause then the people I'm talking to on the phone are like, you know, clients or coworkers and that's like not a fully real conversation. Right, right. usually. Um, but yeah, yeah. The I think the level of respect for working from home has gone up. Oh yeah. In the public, because people are now are like, oh shit, like it it takes real uh it's like self restraint yeah. to get shit done for sure while you could also just be sitting in your couch watching netflix
1: yeah i i, I told this to my mom a couple of weeks ago i was like you know this this pandemic is as, as crappy as it is it, it hit me in a perfect time in life because it's like i don't have kids like i don't have yeah. any like responsibilities outside of work and myself really yeah you know it's so like i know we have a bunch of clients who they've been kind of slow getting us information just because mm-hmm. it's like well we have three kids at home so now all of a sudden i i'm a cfo of a company and i'm also a full-time teacher. Yeah. I'm trying to homeschool three kids. So one of my old baseball coaches, he actually, his mom was a teacher back in the day and she's been retired for years. And they actually like hired her out of retirement basically to come teach their three kids during during this. I was like, Oh, that's a pretty, pretty genius idea.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I'm facing the same thing with clients. Like, uh, when you're in sales, they take every excuse they can to Mm -hmm. not buy stuff. And so this is just like that extra excuse. That's kind of valid. Like, right like you still need this integration to happen in three months. So you need to, you need to sign this now, but they're Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, with, with everything going on
1: the way it is. And it's
0: like, no, like that doesn't change what you need done in three months. right?
1: exactly. Yeah. No, it's, I I totally get, get it where, where our clients are. It's, it's obviously way different just for everybody. Mm -hmm. And and like I said, I mean, I'm just glad I don't have kids running around at home that I would have to take care of while trying to get work done. So,
0: yeah. And I've, I felt so blessed that, um, like all all four of us, now that I think about it, haven't had any stoppage of work. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. are you salaried? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Allie's salaried, right? Yep, yep. And um, Taylor's not salaried, but she's, works at a hospital, so like, she's had as much work as ever. People still have babies, no matter what the pandemic status is. Right. Um, And I, I've had actually had a really good quarter. So, like, yeah. so many people that I know, more than just, like, bar and restaurant employees, have been furloughed. Like, yeah, right. So, like, um one of my high school buddies he's in he like works for like a staffing agency and like he's in like a management of a business development team Mm -hmm. so like you know a real job like not hourly not in a bar not in something that's
1: like small it's like a real job and he's furloughed yeah no i i think i mean obviously i've been i've been fortunate and and pretty much most people that i've closely related to or closely in contact with have been been lucky in this too where no, no, really, furloughs or layoffs, but I know, yeah. I know there are a lot of people out there where it sucks right now. But I don't know, it's yeah, a weird, weird time.
0: And it scares the sh- scares the shit out of me because I am a media marketing. Like, there's been a lot of days where I'm like, fuck it, I'm going, I'm start, I'm just going to that all, all in, and I'll just figure it out. Yeah, like if I had done that in the last year, right. we would be, we would be screwed. Yeah, exactly. Like if we, if we had gotten some weird idea to get an employee, like because <laughs> most idea of our hire me. Yeah, most of our <laughs> clients are like you're not doing a lot. Like right. the golf course isn't even open yet because of this, so you know they're not paying us anything, um, and, and whatever. So like, it's almost just like holy shit, we just dodged a huge bullet because right. I, I really, I really think this will be our generation's like kind of one, uh, one big issue like this. Yeah, Maybe right. we'll have one more like recession later in our lives. Mm-hmm. But usually, generationally, you get, like, one or two.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. It's it's something that, like, I mean, the world has never seen something really like this before. I mean, there's been, there's been other pandemics in the past and stuff, but, mm-hmm. I mean, this is probably the only time anybody that'll live through this will see something like this. Like, very unlikely that something like this will ever occur in, in any of our lifetimes
0: unless china tries to kill us again (laughs) that's that's Um, a whole nother topic (laughs) yeah Uh, but for sure we i don't think we've seen this widespread of um you know like stay-at-home stuff and closures of businesses the other pandemics like the swine flu there was almost no closures of businesses Mm -hmm. like mers and sars had similar it was actually like a similar type of disease but it wasn't nothing really nothing really got shut down here but like we're seeing like uh, almost every country in the world has some sort of, like, stay-at-home or, like, shelter-in-place mm-hmm. or businesses closing down. Yeah,
1: I don't – because when, when was swine flu? We were in, like
0: – Like, 10th grade. I was yeah, in I was, 10th grade. I was just
1: going to say, I was either, like, late junior high or maybe early high school. But, yeah, I remember that. And, like, obviously there was a lot of people, like, worried about it and, and everything, but nowhere near what it is now. Yeah. Like, with with – There was uh, no, like, government – No, like, no, stuff. nothing even close. Yeah. Like – no schools were shut down, no work yeah. was stopped, nothing. It was just like, wash your hands, and if you're sick, stay home. Now it's like, well, don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but, nobody can do anything. But here I am. So, <laughs> And I wonder if that's almost a little bit
0: like, I'm not blaming Obama for his action on that, but I wonder if that's like the uh, administration's almost like uh, view on action like that.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I honestly, I don't know much. Well, maybe about not because it's yeah. the same
0: doctor, isn't it? that Fauci, yeah, Fauci is Fauci? The, yeah he's been the
1: guy for so maybe for not maybe it, years, it was just like less harmful yeah I don't know and to be honest I'm not super knowledgeable on the the old swine flu at all but <laughs> yeah but now everyone's
0: everyone's an expert on viruses now yeah, oh, yeah. Because everyone's <laughs> reading everything on Instagram and half of it's bullshit yeah
1: everyone thinks they're everyone thinks yeah. they're an expert at least they're
0: like well no this is actually coronavirus is actually a category of viruses <laughs>
1: it's like okay, it's like all man. of a sudden everybody becomes a infectious disease disease specialist yeah and
0: they're like well actually you it actually only lives on services for 18 <laughs> hours like all right gary yeah keyboard warriors out there <laughs> yeah yeah or the uh i love this and they do this in politics too i don't normally post things like this yes yes when every single one of their posts is just <laughs> exa- that yep, exactly like i hate posting stuff about the pandemic fifth post this week about it Like no, you do like posting about it. Posting it, yeah, Every
1: every time they say something like that, you know it's a regular occurrence.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So you're out here in. uh, We'll we'll move away from the pandemic because I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing about that. (laughs) Um, so you're out here in Jackson. Um, you're. This is your second time here. Mm Uh, we'll we'll take it back to our first time here. We we us four came out here um, two summers ago in like late July. Um, again, we drove out with the dogs. We loaded up Taylor's <laughs> Nissan Rogue. We were the um the Griswolds for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> remember what we the setup we had on the roof? So oh, we, had, we, we had we we borrowed it. like a a roof rack um box thing yep. for our our backpacks and our luggage, and then we had to bring the dogs kennels. Oh, that's right. So yes. we ratchet strapped the dogs <laughs> kennels to the, the 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 rack next to the box. Yep, and that was total Griswold status. Oh yeah, and then we had two people in the front seats, two people in the back seats, two dogs in the trunk and then a yeti cooler in there. And we moved it around from like being in the trunk to being in between people to like on laps and yeah, shit like
1: about, about halfway through the trip, Ali and I were sitting <laughs> in the back and we're like, "All right, this is enough because the cooler was in the cooler yeah. was in the middle seat in between the two people sitting in the back and the dogs are in the trunk just sprawled out <laughs> as much room as possible and we're like, "All right we're going to change this around and I was like, Oh no, the dogs need their room. And they do need their room. I agree. But eventually we were like, all right, coolers going in the back. Dogs get a little less room. Humans get a little <laughs> more room. So
0: yeah, we made that, and um we must have left later. We like or not, but did Taylor like work and I then we left or so, something? Yeah, I think
1: we left after Taylor had a night shift or something. So I think we left at like I want to say like nine in the morning or so. Yeah, we got yeah. we got here really late. I yeah. remember that. I drove it was, it was a totally different drive.
0: It was a death it was a death march. Yeah, I was, I drove tough. the last
1: bit. I know, I was I was awake in the front seat with you and yeah. I was struggling even like sitting there to try and stay awake. And, yeah. And uh
0: it's those those little stoke. Um, oh, those coffee, coffee cup shots? things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, um, audience, there's, there's these little, st- it's STOK. They're little, like, they look like little creamers, mm-hmm. but they're basically like mini espresso shots with the caffeine of three cups of coffee. Something like that. Yeah. And you'll just find them in some random gas stations, will have them in the creamer section, mm-hmm. but they're just full on, just boosts of coffee. They're so you either, for, key for a long road trip. Yeah. Sure. You either just shoot them or like I put them in coffee before. Mm hmm. And I wouldn't have gotten through that drive without those. No,
1: yeah, that was uh, that was definitely a caffeine aided drive. That's yeah. for sure. Cause yeah. I think what did it take us? We, we I think it was like 19 ish hours.
0: Yeah, that's usually. I mean, the hour we, it yeah, is we had we had a few,
1: few more stops, obviously, with the dogs, just to let them out a little bit more and yeah, whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, totally different drive this time because the biggest thing that I like compare the two drives is when we came the two summers ago we we arrived in, in, in the middle of the night, like oh, yeah. 1, 2, 3 in the morning, somewhere mm-hmm. along that line. Whereas this time, Allie and I arrived, we got here at like, pull. we we covered Togity Pass in at like probably 8-ish, I mm-hmm. think, 8 p.m. Get a little bit closer to the mic. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so we covered Togity Pass at about 8 p.m., and then we were actually able to see the mountains. So oh, when, yeah. we, when we came the first time, you couldn't see barely anything. I mean, you could see, obviously, the huge structures in the distance, but it was really didn't give the same effect and this time i just remember how beautiful it was coming over the togodi pass and just seeing the grand for the first time like Yeah. coming in i mean i had seen it last or the couple summers ago obviously but seeing it in the or in the daylight like when you can actually that that experience of like you've driven this whole way and all of a sudden boom there it is
0: yeah when you're up on
1: the pass right by the yeah. lodge yep have you heard my um
0: my story in recent podcasts of when we moved here and yeah, I hit that spot. You got like the the
1: little sense of doubt or whatever, and then I had hit doubt right before yeah. that. I'm
0: like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Driving across, moving across the country, moving Taylor across the country mm-hmm. for me, wanting to be in the mountains, and then I hit that, and I was like, oh, that's why. that's why. Yeah,
1: that's a I I remember listening to that story. That was pretty sweet, and and I could totally see where that that would just be such a calming moment, really, yeah. um, because even just coming here to visit, just seeing the the sheer size and beauty of it is Mm -hmm. just mind blowing to me. It's like, it's, it's so amazing. And, and knowing that you call it your full time home is, is pretty cool. So,
0: yeah, I, I, there's like every, every couple of weeks, every couple of months when like cool stuff happens, I, it kind of like resonates again and again, but then like we'll do stuff like, uh, what we just did today. We went on a hike. If you, if you follow me on Instagram, we, we hiked in the same spot. I just posted that drone video of, um, and then we brought some, like, a charcuterie board set up and, like, some beers and some trulies and and then drove down after the hike and sat right in front of the Grand and had some snacks and hung out in the back of the truck. You do stuff like that. And I'm just – I was just sitting there staring around because it's, like, this, this is, like, an everyday – this could be, like, an almost everyday thing. Right, exactly. And, you know, pe- people – this is their one week people do people come come here just for like one week of that yeah and that's like their only vacation like they spend their hard-earned money just to do that once or like a couple times in a week in their trip Mm -hmm. and it's just like it it continues to blow my mind even though i've lived here for like a year and a couple months
1: oh yeah i believe it and i mean obviously this only being my second time here but it's amazing like there there's truly nothing like I've seen anything like this before, not even close. So yeah. it's it's amazing just that that sight just coming over that pass was was truly something special. And then every hike that we've gone on, you get so, some sort of like a – I mean, it, it's generally the same view, but at the same time, it's totally different because, you know, you are got a different angle, different elevation, different yeah. whatever. But in the end, you can still see that big-ass mountain just staring <laughs> you right in the face. And yeah. it's like, holy crap, that thing is amazing.
0: Yeah, th- that's a good point with the different angles. Like – uh, we saw it from straight on today like on the top of the butte it was a slightly different angle and then if you go if you go up north like where you saw it at Togadi, it looks totally different but right. you can still sense the shape of like this the big ass triangle mm-hmm. and the top of the grand the way it looks on your hat mm-hmm. like he, steve's steve's wearing a t-tone gravity research hat with the the grand on it and yeah. like that that shape is just like ingrained in every angle you see it in
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it, it's cool to to go up those hikes and and you always see it kind of as you're hiking obviously just because mm-hmm. it's it's always there but but then when you get to the top and you see it from i mean what what's today thursday we've gone on three four different hikes already this week mm-hmm. and all different angles the whole time and it's yeah it's been pretty special yeah definitely yeah the weather's been good we um we
0: still have a little bit of that moisture that like the mornings you've noticed it's mm-hmm. like kind of cloudy and and a little bit colder, but then the sun gets gets up and it dries everything out. Yep. Um, And so we're moving into our summer pattern where it'll just be like, like last year from like July 1st through the end of August, there was not a cloud anywhere. It was like 80
1: and sunny every single day. Like it didn't change. Yeah. (laughs) And like, that's what, that's what summers are here. Yeah. The weather is actually part of the reason Allie and I decided so quickly to come out here. She was like looking at the weather and a couple of the weeks we were, we, we had been talking about it and tossing around some ideas and, the weather wasn't great, and um, I mean, you guys coming right out of winter, where still probably a ton of snow, and I mean, there is still a little bit of snow here in some of the shaded and elevated areas. But we we saw this week, and we're like, oh, it's going to be like sixties kind of the whole week. That seems pretty perfect. Let's uh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: Um, where should we go next? What do you, what do you want to talk about? Uh-huh. Oh, what else did we do? Let's talk about what else we did on that trip. So we. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. We stayed in a house in Victor, right at the base of the pass. Super cool little house. Um, and we did stuff in the village, right? We like went up the went up the tram. Yeah. What did you? What was your thoughts like? Uh, of the of the accessibility of having that tram right there. It's a ten minute ride to go up four thousand vertical feet to ten thousand four hundred fifty feet of elevation. Like, what was your? When you stepped out of the tram, what did that feel like for you?
1: you feel like you're on top of the world really yeah, yeah. it's like you get up there and and as you're riding it up it doesn't really feel like you're i mean it feels like you're getting high but not not really as high as you think you are or as you as you like feel you are i guess mm-hmm. i don't know kind of hard to explain but like right as you get out and you just like look you like turn around and you walk off the little tram and the little tracks they have or whatever and you like up on the mountain you just look and it just never stops. Like the <laughs> the sights just never stop. Yeah, you literally feel like you're on top of the world, yeah. and it's you can see for miles and miles and miles, and it's it's just such a cool like initial sight because you're like, oh, ten minutes ago I was down there where you can't even see the like people look like ants <laughs> down there. You can't even see them; they're so small. Yeah, and all of a sudden, ten minutes later, you're on top of the world and can see for hundreds of miles or however the heck far it is, but I don't
0: think hundreds cause huh. the Valley. Well,
1: I don't know. Hover, so the top however, however far your eye can see, you can see across <laughs> the Valley. You probably,
0: you could probably see maybe probably 50 just cause I, there's other mountains around that right, would block right. it out. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that, um, I think that idea, I've talked about this before the idea of like how easy it is to go up to that. Like people, like forget or they don't understand what they go up to Mm -hmm. so like you'll see people in the winter like it's a it's a powder day and a powder day and most of the mountain is like you know nice snow dumping Uh it's not like it's not like too harsh but when you're on on the top of the tram it's like 40 mile per hour winds you feel like you're in a snow globe you get vertigo it's like the wind will blow you over Mm -hmm. it'll blow you backwards if you're like gliding down on on your skis and people go up there in like fucking jeans. And like. There's <laughs> clearly like, not got, knowing like, what they're getting. Something into. that we're wearing right now. Yeah. And I'm like, what the. F- what, what do you think you're going up to?
1: Yeah. Or no, like,
0: I- in the summer, I see people go up and they're like. In like freaking girls in high heels and like guys in like a suit. I'm like, dude. This is 10,400 feet <laughs> no, yeah, no, above sea level. Yeah. Like the tree, trees don't grow above like 10,200. Yeah. That's the, called the tree line. Like, uh-huh. And you think you could go up there in heels?
1: No, yeah. I know. I remember like when we were going up there, it was because we were in the middle of summer and it was probably 70, 75 degrees. Oh, it's so, like hot. We're in shorts and yeah. T-shirts or whatever. And you're like, hey, my guys might want to bring a sweatshirt. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of summer. Like it's 75 degrees. Because I had never like, I think... Yeah, two summers ago was probably my first trip to really like any like mountain towns, I guess. Really, yeah. Um you,
0: you you drove through them probably uh, when you went to Florida for baseball. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I guess like the I Smoky guess. Mountains yeah, like, we we we've, we've
1: driven through stuff like that, but but never really had like experienced it. I guess my mm-hmm. family vacations had always been to more like bigger cities or whatever. Um, uh, so I like. I guess I didn't really know what to expect. And you're like, yeah, bring a sweatshirt. And I was like, this guy's crazy. (laughs) But yeah, when we got up there, like it was like chilly. I mean, obviously you're way up there and it's, it's windy as crap. And yeah. um, But yeah, it is. Yeah. You're totally right there. I'm sure there, I can't imagine how many people go up there not knowing what the heck they're getting themselves into. Luckily I had you who had been up there a million times Mm -hmm. to, to kind of guide me through it. But
0: yeah. And the the resort tries their best to warn people. There is that warning. I probably showed Mm -hmm. you when we were doing that it like says like this is not like other mountains this is different you need to like be an expert skier or you like need to know the terrain you're going into mm-hmm. because you know just because there's a cushy 10 minute ride up to something does not take away the gnarliness you're on the edge of like, right there's i mean bears don't get up to that elevation but there's like real wild you can see bears on the way up you'll uh-huh. see moose like you can't if you look off the back of the resort you can't there's no human there's nothing human back there right and that I just think people need more of a reminder, of yeah, that.
1: no, I think I don't know, I think like a lot of people that don't kind of understand like the outdoors don't really get it. It's like they see pictures of these things, and like mm-hmm. like I can't imagine how many people get like way too close to wildlife when they're here, Dude, like pe- everyone, yeah, like people that clearly know, like I mean obviously they're here to see the beautiful sights and everything, I get that totally, but like you should have a little bit more, like, understanding of what you're getting into because it's like these are wild animals that will kill you if they want. Like, if they feel threatened and they attack you, you're going to lose. You're not going to be the fight with, like, an elk or a bear or a anything, buffalo. a yeah. buffalo, whatever.
0: And every year, every year, people, like, a kid gets killed because their parent yeah. put them on a buffalo
1: or <laughs> took a picture with them next to a buffalo. Yeah, it's like people, like... Like, turn your brain on a little bit. You got to understand that these aren't like, I don't know. It just. Yeah, it's not
0: like they're not like domesticated right, animals. Right. They're just,
1: they're wild, but we just like put roads and
0: lodges around yeah. them and bathrooms near them and mm-hmm. gift shops. But they don't give a fuck about the gift shops. No. Like, they've always, their, their herds have always gone to that area yep. in, for certain seasons and they're going to walk through it because it's, you know, safer from predators and there, there's food there for them and water. And yeah, I I almost think like, You know, Yellowstone's, the vast majority of it is really rugged and raw. Mm -hmm. But where the people go, you know, like Old Faithful area, um, you know, the Common Lodge areas, the gift shop areas, the road areas. I almost like, you know, you want to support the people going there that they can have amenities and stuff. But again, the same thing, like the amenities put there makes people think that you're in some sort of bubble or you're in some sort of sanctuary where like the animals aren't wild but no, those are those animals are wild as fuck yeah it's almost
1: like people think it's like a zoo yeah it's like, it's like a zoo it's yeah. like oh i can get as close to these people as are these animals as i want because oh there's a little glass in between them but yeah here, they can go buy a t-shirt right there <laughs> yeah there's not there's no glass here they they can just come maul you yeah. if they want hold on one sec keep talking about that i'm going to start the camera back up yeah but i don't know it just overall i think it's just a matter of people not quite understanding really what what it is out here and and how truly wild it is and i think it goes back to what you said about how you know we have these these roads and these gift shops put up that everyone's like oh it's it's just like normal life when really it's these these animals normal life is just being around and they don't they don't care who you are or what you're doing they're if if you're in the way or if you're threatening them well look out because they're gonna they're gonna come after you so
0: and it's not like the animal's that are that we're talking
1: about are like
0: squirrels yeah. or birds <laughs> or even like regular deer. Right. We're talking about elk. Well, I'm going to look up how big like the average size of an elk is. So just so I get this right. Average weight of elk in Yellowstone. So that's Adult males or bulls range upwards of 700 pounds, <laughs> while females or cows average 500 to 525. Oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah. So that's elk. That's that's one of the more popular animals around here. And then... Hey, what's a buffalo? They're a couple
1: thousand, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Uh, m- and then a bison male, 2,000. Yeah. And a female, 1,000. <laughs> so... And then let me just see one thing here. Weight of ram, 1,500. <laughs> Okay, Ram fifteen hundred, four thousand seven hundred and ninety-eight pounds. So a, a male bison is half the weight of my truck. And you're <laughs> trying, trying to get trying to trying touch to your to kids take a picture. on it. Yeah. So it's not like like the insanity just continues when you realize what the animals that they're talking about um, that we're talking about actually are. It's not like coyotes or deer or right. foxes or like little shit. The biggest creatures in america uh, yeah are, are the ones we're talking about
1: or bears fr- freaking grizzly bears yeah so so really take, take this as a public service announcement for any of you who haven't been to jackson and are coming to jackson yeah keep Don't your fucking keep distance, distance from, you can i mean you can go and take pictures of them and everything but keep your distance yeah so get a, social get a dis- longer social distance
0: with the animals maybe <laughs> yeah, a little more than, than six, six feet, feet though 60 feet <laughs> yeah and get a longer lens. Like they make really long lenses for photography. If yeah. you want that, put your fucking phone away. <laughs> you're not gonna get a good picture with your phone. Yeah. Get a bigger lens, and and if you don't know what you're doing, stay in your car. There you go. I see too many tourists like getting out of their car. Like I watched this one guy. I was taking pictures of a big bull moose over by we were, where we were today from my truck because I knew he was too close to the road. that mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't feel comfortable. And this guy gets out, goes to the back of his like sedan car and pops the pops oh sorry i thought i heard like a fox howling or something (laughs) um he pops the the trunk of his car but turns his back to the moose and the moose starts charging him and then he tries to get his camera out of there and then um runs back into the car and like gets pictures i'm like dude like if you don't know what you're doing and obviously his plate wasn't Wyoming like if you don't know what you're doing, just stay in your car. Yeah, like it's not that hard. Like no. you, whatever image you're about to capture, it's not that important.
1: No, I totally agree. Because
0: the the wildlife photographers that the image does matter, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the Brinky Dick bullshit on your iPhone, <laughs> that's not important. No,
1: no. But yeah, what are they saying to us? They're saying the pizza's done.
0: Food's done. We're only 30 minutes in. All right, we're called, audience, but we're gonna keep going for you, for the audience. <laughs> Um, talk a little bit about like your feelings about like the town of Jackson, like the people, you know, like the, the downtown area is kind of away from the, uh, not so much about like the wilderness areas, but like the town itself.
1: Yeah. So I think it's, it's pretty cool. And, and um, when we were out here in the, obviously right now when we're here, it's, it's a lot of it is pretty much shut down too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you still got your restaurants taking like call-in orders and all that stuff. But, um, so I guess I'll, I'll rewind a couple of summers to when we were here and, we were here in the summer, so pretty much peak of like try uh tourist season, right? Yeah, you know, midsummer. Um, it, it was cool that the town square is really awesome. When we were here, I remember they were doing like a they were doing like an old west like play or like a reenactment on the street. Oh, they do that every day. Every day, really. Every day at a certain time.
0: Oh yeah, wow, they do that same thing. Yeah, so I, I like and you we- can and there's a live uh, a live stream of it on YouTube. Oh wow, <laughs> and and. Uh, Sorry for cutting you off, but there's some comedian who's a bit about this. Hey, Allie. Hey, hey, what's up? You guys can eat without us. You want to come into the pod? Come say hey. Okay. Um, some comedian has a bit about this where they're like, um, they found somehow it popped up on their YouTube and they're like, oh, let's see what this is. Uh, it's a live stream of a town square in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and they hadn't really been here, and they're yeah. like. Why the
1: fuck are fifty thousand people watching this right now? <laughs> yeah, well we because like we like it didn't make any like intentions to go watch this. And then mm-hmm. I think we were just walking down one of the streets or whatever and, and we see like this big crowd gathering and then you brought yeah. it up about what it is and they're like, Well, oh, let's go check it out. And there's like thousands of people watching this and it was actually pretty cool. Like it was I mean, the the actors do a good job of it and whatever, but um Yeah, so that was they're like
0: they're like reenacting a real gunfight
1: that yeah. happened in cowboy times in, in that spot right that which is which is pretty sweet yeah like, with like
0: blanks and stuff and i what i thought was really interesting when we watched it is uh you need to stay away you need there's like lines on the ground you need to stay outside right. of. and someone like walked into it and they like they all broke character at the same time and they were like get the fuck out yeah get the no fuck i out.
1: know that was that was kind of weird because like I, I guess i didn't really understand what that like, why it was such a strict, like, like, yeah, like you said, every character immediately, like, broke character mm-hmm. and was like, all right, you need to, leave, like, get audio, like, back up. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, they're shooting blanks. Like, like, they're still, they still have this. I don't this... know if there's, like, like, uh, the legality of, like, the noise. Yeah, or maybe. I'd... If the blanks, do the blanks,
0: like, I don't know anything about blanks. I don't, I don't know if they, like, you know, with a normal shot like the the casing shoots out right, or something maybe I don't yeah know if it could be something like that but obviously i'm sure it's there's a safety thing yeah, yeah i'm
1: sure there's some reason behind it but yeah like you said like everybody broke character and it was just like all right you can't you can't be in this red line or whatever yeah know.
0: they all went from <laughs> a, a cowboy or <laughs> yeah. a cowboy chick or uh an outlaw Cow- cowgirl something cowgirl. they call <laughs> that well i was thinking of like the the not the uh the women of that era wearing like dresses. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't think of the word, (laughs) (laughs) the pioneer women. There it is. Or outlaws. And like saying you, we're going to steal from this bank and we're going to (laughs) take our cult revolvers and, and we're going to get you. And we got our boots on like doing that shit. And then they immediately like, and with the snap of a finger are like normal 21st century Americans back
1: again. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was like one thing I really remembered. Um, I also like all the shops and stuff were cool. Um, pretty similar to kind of what you see in, in most like tourist towns i guess you know you got mm-hmm. your your t-shirt shops that have way more t-shirts than you could ever imagine were <laughs> ever made <laughs> yeah um, you got these little trinket shops um teton gravity research was a pretty sweet place that we went We yeah. got this hat um they had those like uh their movies going on which was pretty sweet to watch some of that footage is crazy
0: yeah and we ran into um we ran into Steve Jones if you're happen to be listening <laughs> uh on the on the bike path um we live we live along the bike path in Wilson so a lot of uh mountain celebrities or mountain mm-hmm. athletes live in in this area
1: so we saw him that was cool yeah but and then i think the the like town square with the the elk uh, sheds kind of the the archways Burgers, if you yeah. will those are really cool uh, are those all real yeah those are, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember I couldn't quite remember if they were real or not, but yeah, that was uh that's pretty cool. And just the little feel of it is is pretty awesome. Um it's it's interesting that like you have like this full normal like functioning city, if you will. Mm-hmm. Which is it's not huge by any means, but it's definitely not not tiny. Like it's not T- like like twelve thousand people between Jackson and Wilson, right, right. But it, it feels—I think it feels bigger than that, probably just because of the tourism and stuff. But yeah, um, and then all of a sudden, in the distance—you have this thousand-foot mountain that is just kind of keeping its eye on you, I guess, if you will. Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: you know, outside of that town square, there's people being nurses, there's people mm-hmm. being teachers, there's people selling financial technology, yep. there's accountants, yeah, there's right. real estate agents. There's every, you know, the people being interior designers. There's every single walk of life, walk of life, mm-hmm. just trying to make their life and make a living here, right, outside of that square. Yeah, and you don't. Um,
1: I certainly didn't really have an eye on it until I moved here. No, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a great feel for that either. Mm-hmm. It, it just felt like kind of a. Uh, a destination, if you will, like not yeah. necessarily like a normal, like living town where everybody like, you know, has their nine to five job or, or whatever yeah. it might be. You know, I, I didn't get necessarily get that sense. And, and partially that's probably just cause I was here on vacation. Mm-hmm. Not, not necessarily. Um, I think I kind of realized that when you guys moved out here and then all of a sudden it almost became not less of a vacation spot, but it, it, it became more of like a real, pl- not a real place, but like a, I don't know how to how to put it, but like a normal functioning town that's not just not just tourists are there, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I get what you're saying. Yeah, it just like opens up your eyes to the fact that people here are just live making a living. Exactly, and it's yep. and some of them aren't related to tourism, like right, totally. Like my job isn't really related to tourism at all. Yeah, actually, not not really. It's not at all related to tourism. <laughs> I'm just here
1: because I can do my job here, and yeah. I like the mountains. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I think overall it was a pretty cool experience just to kind of get that feel for kind of the old west town or yeah. the, you know kind of the and like I said before it was that this is kind of my first really experience in like a I guess kind of a mountainous town because um, yeah like all my all my vacations prior to this have been kind of bigger cities where like you know Chicago New York stuff like that but mm-hmm. yeah I think so I think there's um
0: some rule on the city that they that like a height restriction on the buildings Okay. And I really like, like, in town. And I really, really love that because it gives the the town square and the shops around that area, like, a real quaint feel. Because yeah. you can still feel like it's just this, like, this le- one-level shop. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, like, a little office above it. They're not these, like, sky rises because there could be some big developer that just says, like, you know, right. we're going to take, we're gonna take uh, you know, one of the buildings in the square. We're going to make an apartment building. Yep. $5,000 a month, something mm-hmm. like that. That could happen if they didn't have that restriction. Yeah, no, that and is that cool. And it gives it,
1: like, this quaint-ass town feel. and It keeps kind of the, the character of, of Jackson Yeah, with, you know, kind of that – still that old west town, I guess, if you will. And yeah, they don't
0: really of, make – when they make new towns now
1: or develop new cities, they don't make them with that square like that. No, no, absolutely not. It might be like a – The square footage is too valuable into other – you know, like, yeah, they would never – give up that area just to have a, a square but jackson kind of keeps that mm-hmm. as the the center of of the whole town so yeah definitely
0: um yeah so we, and we also went to snake River Brewing brewing Snake did. River brew pub we did that was um, that was a fun shout time. out to our sponsor <laughs> i'm drinking a
1: pacos right now guys by the way um did you like their beer i did yeah i think was that the place that we got like the the big flight of like 17 beers or was that (laughs) yeah we did yeah we like we walked there with like total intent on drinking them dry oh yeah and then yeah we got like 17 different beers or whatever and i liked a good majority of them i mean obviously not every beer is going to be somebody's flavor but
0: yeah oh yeah public service announcement about them um they're back to doing to go orders of food they closed down completely for a while but they started doing that um like three to a couple days ago so um, call them up, get some, get your six packs from the brewery, um, get your food. They have great food. I think their menu is still pretty normal. I'm, I'm hoping they sell their ramen. Their mm. ramen is so good. I can't remember what I ate there when we were there a couple summers ago, but I remember it I was good. like a bison burger or something. We oh, all got, like, yeah, that's burgers. what it was. Yeah. They do a good job of mixing in like some wild game into the menu. Mm-hmm. And it's so, so it's like. It's kind of like it's kind of like a classic bar menu, but like with like a wild twist. Yeah. So they would have like, you know, a bison this, an elk that, like, r- like a the ramen the it's duck ramen, so it has like mm-hmm. duck meat in it. They do great. They do a great job there. Yeah.
1: No. It was it was fun. The the atmosphere there is pretty cool too. Yeah. Where they have that like, that's the place with like the outside like kind of turfed area or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. No, that was cool. Yeah. We sat up on the the second deck on the patio and. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good. Definitely.
0: Time. Um what else did we do? Oh, we did um the big hike we did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we hiked up. There's a hike that starts, you have to go down to Swan Valley is the town. It's a little bit it's south of Victor. It's in Idaho. And you hike to upper we hiked to Upper Palisades Lake. There's an upper and a lower on the trail. Um the Upper Palisades Lake is uh, Six miles
1: in Something like that right Six uh, and a half yeah. The upper or lower The, the one we went to is, Was the upper Yeah so I think that was Yeah cause it was like Twelve Twelve and a half round trips so I think yeah. it was yeah six, six Somewhere around six miles in
0: Yeah so led by Allie Who At the time <laughs> Was a complete <laughs> psycho About working out And like fitness
1: At the time still
0: is Well she's less Like she's not trying to Like dude that 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 was the alternative to her first choice of a hike which was hike basically to the grand from from idaho yeah the, whoever the, the first hike she picked was like go around to idaho and you go over like you go back to actually to wyoming to alta wyoming where targi is and it was like a lake that's that's like next to the peak of the grand and and it was like 15 miles and i'm like, Allie, Do you see that picture? That's the peak.
1: We're not doing that. We're not cut out for that. No, and this is the alternative. Turns out we weren't really quite cut out for this last. This one we went on either.
0: Yeah. So we go and like we bring like as many water bottles as we
1: can, but it's like hot summer day. I don't know if we did bring as many as we can because I think you had like two Nalgene's. Yeah. I think I had like one. I don't even think enough. it was like a full analogy. The the amount that we brought was
0: not enough. Yeah.
1: No. So we get I I remember we got to the lower because there was the lower Palisade Lake too, right? Yeah, Which was still think, beautiful. probably about three ish miles. I think that was probably about halfway, maybe a little bit over three miles, maybe four miles in. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, it would have been, been a whatever, solid whatever. hike still. Yeah, a solid hike still. And and Tyler and I were kinda like, Oh yeah, this is this is great. And we we were already pretty tired and
0: Let's yeah, this is a great great, great place to stop. Let's yeah, go yeah, find yeah. a place to sit next to the water. Yeah, and we bought and or, our, or we brought uh sandwiches yeah, with us. We are intending to have
1: lunch and the girls were on the other side of no, let's just keep going, keep going. And of course girls get what they want. So Yeah. We kept going. Thinking
0: it was like five times we were like, it's just right around this bend. Oh, right yeah. around this bend. <laughs> Not
1: about around any of the bends we thought it was around. No, road. we kept we kept checking the mileage on our watch or phone or whatever and yeah. we're like, Oh, it's gotta be around this bend. We gotta be close and Yeah. Eventually we got there and it was beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Like, yeah, outstanding. Great view. Like definitely definitely worth it. I mean, next time to be a little bit more prepared. But or we'll camp. Get, yeah. I we'll, think
0: I've heard I've I've talked to other people about that hike. Mm-hmm. You don't do it in a day. You camp there. <laughs> yeah, like, well, everybody I, camps looking there. Looking back
1: on it now, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, when we got there, so we, I like remember distinctly finishing like my last like sip of water while we got when we got there, like we got, we got nice, there yeah. and I and I took my last swig of my water bottle and I was like, oh wow, that was that was a great hike. And then we sat down and had lunch, you know, and it's always kind of creeping in the back of our head that All right, we have to go back still. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember we did a little bit of swimming in the lake. Um, it, yeah, was it was pretty. Awesome. It, it was, was
0: it, Yeah. It was like this, just like blue Gatorade colored lake with like intense mountains. I mean, we got up, I mean, I think, I think we're up to like nine, eight, nine thousand feet up there. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. So really but... high up there, crystal clear water. We're swimming, got the drone flying around. We delay. We just kind of push that thought to the back of our heads. Uh-huh. Like, let's just enjoy this while we're here. We didn't actually say that. We didn't even stay up there for that long. Yeah,
1: maybe probably half hour, hour maybe. Because we needed to
0: get back down before like the sunset.
1: Yeah, and yeah. So we, I mean, like Tyler, like we said, it was amazing. Like beautiful back there. Like yeah. it definitely would be something I would want to do again. Just be a lot more prepared. And like Tyler said, maybe camp yeah. halfway there or something. But yeah, no, it was it was an awesome hike. And and then on the way back. So that's when the, the fun hit and <laughs> so we all ran out of water. So we're all out of water and, and we're hiking back and it's midsummer and it's hot. Like, like we're sweating quite a bit. And
0: yeah, like I'm getting sunburned. Yeah. Like I, I decided to tie my shirt around my head cause like my neck was getting burned uh-huh. and I had burnt from the day before. Uh, yeah. And we're just like, we, we for sure need water. Like this Creek, we're up super high. It should be clean enough. Yeah. Um, and you, you knew something that th- if you do it like behind
1: a rock, it like filters I, it a little bit more. I don't know if that's 100% factual. I, I feel like well, I've heard that before, that like if you get the water that's running like right off of a rock mm-hmm. or like right behind the rock, somehow that is like the cleaner than like something if you were just to pick it out of like the middle of a river mm-hmm. or something. I I'd, And again, this could be something that <laughs> is totally made up in my head. I have like – don't fact check me on this because there's a decent chance I'm wrong. But – we did it. We did it. And uh, I don't know. Did you? I don't know if the I, girls drank the water. I don't think. So. I, I I drank. I drank, I drank, drank like a a analogy. I drank like of, a couple river sips. Water. I drank like at the points where I was like, "All right, I need water. I'm gonna like fall over." Yeah. I had like a couple sips here and there, um, like on the way back or whatever. But I, I tried not to drink as much, just in case that thought was completely made up in my head yeah. <laughs> of the fact of that that water actually may have been dirty, but. Uh I think separate from that rock idea, um, I've learned this since then.
0: Um, The biggest thing is elevation because beavers will poison the fuck out of some river water wherever they're if there's one anywhere near where you're trying to drink out of, and they don't go above a certain altitude. Huh?
1: So there was definitely beavers at like lower Palisade though, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, that's for like Bridge, but like where we got the water, I remember it was like pretty high up. So that was good. And
0: and I drank like uh, plenty of it, plenty enough to get sick at least, but I didn't. Yeah, no, I was totally fine. No, nothing, not even any like no diarrhea, nothing. Like
1: I was totally good. Yeah, but luckily, so eventually, probably. I don't know how long back, maybe a little. almost halfway, probably right around halfway. Yeah. Yeah. We saw some people that were camping with their horses and they were quite a bit more prepared than we were. And they had a a water filter and we were like, ah, you know, let's, let's swallow our pride here and go walk over and ask if we can borrow that filter. Luckily they just had like the, one of like the pouches you just fill up with river, river water and then hang from a tree and it's got a filter in it. And they filled up our bottles and we took a couple, couple big chugs before we left and we're on our merry way um, yeah
0: and that's that's really big uh part of the like mountain culture trail culture mm-hmm. where like everybody like is ready to help everybody yeah. anybody at the drop of a hat like they didn't even right they were, they were like yeah they
1: were happy to do it we were for like sure.
0: hey can we do you guys have a filter and they're like or we saw the filter and we're like can we can you fill up our bottles and they're like yeah for sure and they like
1: said if we need anything else yeah, like we need no, food were, and we're like they were very helpful for that and yeah honestly like had we not had that, like, we would have been struggling on the way home or on the way. I mean, the, we, we probably would have gotten. Yeah, we home. would. I mean, it's not like we would have died out there, but yeah, it would have been it would have been tough. Yeah. But then we and then we uh we got all the way back. We made it out
0: and we go to like the local club, ga- uh, the closest gas station and went and I bought like we all bought like gallon jugs of water <laughs> and like, Gatorade we could find and we we're just like inhaling it all. Yeah.
1: I don't think anybody said a word on the way home. We were just, like, sitting there just drinking our water and yeah. reminiscing on what we did. And it was beautiful, like, the, the views and everything. Like, the hike was – it was a fun hike for sure. Yeah. But, you know, just to be a little more prepared next time might be a better better thought. Yeah, those
0: those filters are not that big to uh, just carry one in, the, yeah, in our pack. Yeah, no,
1: right, exactly. Yeah, it would have been definitely easy, easy to, to have some sort of water filter in our backpack. But –
0: yeah, I learned a lesson that day about bringing too much camera gear cuz I brought I mean it was worth <laughs> it. The drone shot, the drone stuff I got from up was there sweet, was yeah. sweet. I brought drone like uh mirrorless camera and like two GoPros and GoPro accessories. Yeah. Um you're probably lugging like 30 <laughs> extra pounds in your backpack. Yeah. That's I like I'm always doing that, yeah, but that's true. I now will try to like cater my camera gear to what I'm that mission I'm doing basically. Right so i don't have to do that of a plan yeah because I, I i went through a phase where i was like okay i want to have everything with me because in the case of something i want filmed in a certain way i don't want to not have the stuff with right, me right um but now i know more what i'm doing so i'm like okay i know i'm not going to do this yeah. type of filming or that type of filming or those or photos so i'll mm-hmm. just bring what i really am trying to get out of it um, and that's what that taught me, because then I can instead of having GoPro accessories yeah. on that trip, I could have had another analogy or <laughs> yeah. two more analogies. Yeah. you know, something exactly. of the so same we, weight,
1: something we needed that that day.
0: Yeah, that wasn't more GoPro clips. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's the mountains, because there was so many times when we were like. God, should we turn around like are yeah. we ever gonna get there did we miss it like- oh no, yeah
1: that was i remember that too like there was <clears throat> several times where we like we took a wrong turn like and and it's not like there's a ton of different trails back there that we could have possibly turned wrong no there's only the one yeah but every like there was so many times where like dude we had to have gone the wrong way like where is this place
0: yeah there was like a there was like a big puddle that we're like oh that was that the lake (laughs) yeah because you have no because you have no scale if you're looking on any sort of map out there right and you don't know how big it is you just know it's called upper palisades lake like they could you know they could have called like this pond a lake (laughs) because it's so far up there or something and um but yeah you just there's a lot of doubt a lot of self-doubt creeping in oh but
1: definitely worth the hike and And definitely camp if you're gonna go. Either camp halfway or or camp when you get there, and then make the return trek home the next day or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a couple. There was a group of campers out there when we were out there too. Yep. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a beautiful beautiful hike. Probably one of my favorite. I mean, taking the lack of water out of the hike. Probably one of my favorite hikes I've done since I've been here.
0: Yeah, that's also one of the biggest I've done. Mm -hmm. I think it's the longest. Okay. I've done. I think I. I think we did. I've done ten on a mountain bike day with the boys with the dogs, and I think I've done. Uh, we did eight on a day touring, and then like uh, the climb of that pyramid was like six and a half, but that was Kay. that was four
1: thousand vertical. Yeah. So that's not only for that reason, right. but. Yeah, true distance
0: and um, time I mean, it took us like six hours i was just
1: gonna say that was like a almost a full day thing yeah and <laughs> like, we get
0: back and we're just like we go to calico and we're just like inhaling that yeah. we're so hungry yeah
1: yeah that was uh that was a fun one though yeah definitely good. definitely something you'll never forget good one of those one of those stories that's always a uh, always a good one yeah
0: it's that it's that classic type two fun where in it in it, it's not that fun because you're just, you know, busting your ass, you're yeah. sweating, you're high altitude, you can barely breathe. But now we look back on it so fondly uh-huh. because we're out of it and, you know, nothing,
1: we didn't get injured. Yeah. Right. Just thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, the hike, like, I, I can't remember the, the, the hike being that, like, difficult. It was just long. Like, there was never, like, super, like, yeah, was long 60. stretches of, like, elevation gain or anything like that. It was just long yeah like the, the sheer distance was a long way
0: but yeah even yeah even for us being off from minnesota at that time like it mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't too high up it wasn't no, steep yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't like slippery wasn't terrible that way yeah. but
1: for sure um what else did we do that day that week talk about the time that Hallie almost got swept away <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh, oh yeah for sure um so
0: uh for those around jackson on the grovant river up by slide lake there's the famous uh jumping rock where you can jump into the river and we were just exploring that area that slide lake area because i had known about that and been around there and we saw some kids sitting on this rock and we saw them jumping into the river and we're like oh that would look really cool let's go talk to them we walk over to there and they're like yeah you just jump right here and it's like deep enough you won't you won't hit your feet or
1: you won't hit the rocks or anything <laughs> um and so we're like yeah let's do it like Well, we were we were skeptical if like we were like ah i remember because we like started walking away oh and really? then i think you i can't remember did if, they jump they did, didn't they like jump and then we're like so the, they were like jumping like um what was it so we we walked up to them and they had been like just sitting up on top just kind of drying off or whatever and you know yeah sure thank you um And they, so we were like kind of walking away or whatever. And then they like convinced us to stay and then they jumped. Yeah. And then we're like, "Ah, I don't know. Didn't they like backflip in? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Just doing some crazy stuff. And then I think we were like, "Ah, I don't know. And then I can't remember who it was. Either Allie or, I want to say it was Allie. Probably Allie. Yeah. She's like, ah, guys, come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. She's always into like, do like that random shit. Yeah. And we're like, ah, I don't know. And then eventually we're like, ah, screw it. So, and obviously like none of us had swimsuits or anything with or whatever. So, so Tyler and I just stripped down to the boxers and Taylor <laughs> they skibbies. Yeah. Taylor and Allie were in shorts and a sports bra or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. So the locals are just like, all right, you just jump like aim like right there. And we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, I just jumped in. And then just, you know, the exits right over there, like where you get out of the rivers right over there. Like, okay. That seems pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so like. Allie and I are standing there. We were going to go first and we were, <laughs> we were pretty scared. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of shaken. Um, and because we're like, like,
0: have you, have you um, done the cliff jumping in, uh, in St. Cloud or yeah, where? the quarries The quarries Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I had, a, I had done that a couple of times and I, I'm i'm not like scared of it but it's not like the top thing i'm big my... have you done the like the big ones yeah yep yep but it, so it's it's fun and it's yeah. it's probably similar height i would say do you think or
0: i think the quarries are higher are they
1: yeah they could be i'm not sure exactly there are
0: certainly ones higher so steve, steve steven grew up in um st cloud minnesota and near there there's a bunch of what do you what would you call it
1: quarrying what would you call the yeah, they they uh, mine granite there. They mine granite, yeah. yeah. So, so there's, there's just a bunch of quarries, yeah. That they where fill they, in with water. The, yeah, natural rainwater, and yeah, it's just they a jump place where sides. people do a bunch of cliff jumping, and you go out there in the summer and chill and whatever. And, and how deep is the water? Isn't it like 500 feet deep or something? I don't know if it's it's. I think it's over 100, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I think probably around 100 120 somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. So super super deep. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. So back to the back to the Gravant River cliff jump. So, Allie and I kind of step up to the edge of the rock. and We're like, oh, this is scary, like whatever. Um, so, she's to my left. Sh- yeah, she's to my mm-hmm. left. And so, we jump. So, these people are like, yeah, just jump in. Like, it'll be cold, whatever. You won't hit your feet, nothing like that. And we jump in. And so, on the way down, like my arms are flailing, legs are flailing, like <laughs> body's going everywhere. You know, just totally, clearly don't know what Roll I'm doing. Rolling the windows down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And hit the water and... Uh, the so uh, not sure if we hit the wrong spot or if the locals were just kind of fudging it a little bit but we uh both Allie and I hit the ground hit, hit the bottom of the river luckily not very hard i mean i i hit it with a decent amount of force um but nothing to like injure myself or hurt hurt by any means but still kind of caught me by surprise the fact that i i hit the bottom and and turns out later that Allie did as well but and then on top of that, the water is ice cold. (laughs) Like we're talking, obviously it's coming straight off the mountains. So it's freezing. And like, it's cold to the point of if you've ever jumped in like cold water and it takes your breath away Mm -hmm. like that cold. So like I get to the top and Allie and I are like both trying to like tell each other, like, or like ask if you hit the ground, but like words were not coming out of my (laughs) mouth. I couldn't speak. Like I was like, uh, 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 it just was no air in your lungs. Yeah. Literally no air in my lungs. And, So I like start swimming kind of towards the side and Allie, I think is still a little bit like shocked of what's going on, like kind of trying to process a, how cold it is. B, my feet just hit the ground, like whatever. And and also just trying to like kind of regather, I guess. And, and I get to a point where I can, I can finally like touch. So I, I can like touch kind of on my tippy toes or whatever and gets, starts getting gradually shallower. And so I like start getting out of the water and, and Allie's still kind of in the middle of the river. And I had already, I'd like swam kind of swam kind of the side and Allie's still kind of in the middle of the river. And I'm like, like kind of turn around, like, look at her and she's kind of leisurely, <laughs> leisurely. She's like, she's like chatting back to us. Yeah, the top. Like leisurely swimming back to the side. Kind of. She had finally gotten like her, her grips about her and <laughs> swimming to the side or whatever. And, all of a sudden like I, I look back at her and she's like not kinda coming towards me and she's starting to swim a little bit harder and not really moving at all. And and probably I would say like at this point she's probably fifteen feet away, twenty feet away from some some decent rapids. Um, yeah. Like nothing like it's not like a crazy like waterfall or anything, but like some some moving rapids and some pretty sharp rocks. Some white water. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like really deep there but it's just like rocky oh yeah, yeah for sure and and so right fast and, and i so i'm like standing now i'm probably maybe a little less than waist deep in the water like standing up and she's she's still in the middle of the river and she looks at me and this is a look that With i the ne- fear of god never want to see ever again in my life this is a like <laughs> holy shit get me out of here i'm in trouble i'm gonna die and i was like oh so i like kind of start like running back into the river like and and keep in mind it's it's ice cold. Yeah. So like going back into this river is not like an enjoyable experience. It's cold as shit. And I'm like running back, and she, so she grabs like a big rock. She like is like bear hugging a rock and like holding on for dear life. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh <laughs> like my god. Like a movie. Yeah. It's literally. Like you see a movie. Literally. So I like kind of like grab her by the waist, and she's like fully like not fully submerged. She's got like her head and like shoulders above water, but like holding on to this this rock and i'm like you, you need to get your chest out of the water so you can breathe because like obviously kind of freaking out here at this point a little bit yeah and like breath is not there because it's cold you're <laughs> freaking out and so like she was like barely trying She was like trying to talk to me and she like couldn't and i was like all right you need to get your chest out of the water like get your lungs out of the water so you can like breathe and like i like it was kind of like trying to fight this current while like wedging the, my foot in the ground and like f- picking her up and she's trying to hold me up and eventually she like gets her like chest out of the water and I was like, okay, just relax. Like we were fine. Like we weren't going to go anywhere at that point. Yeah. But, and then eventually, you know, we, we get out of the water or whatever. We kind of go rock to rock really. Cause like, at that point the the current was like kind of you could feel it pulling like if if we would have let go completely of the rocks like it would have pulled us yeah so we like kind of grabbed on rock to rock and you know kind of anchored each other and and kind of pulled each other over to the side to the point where we could get out of the water and and eventually you know walk to the side and and get to safety but that was uh that was a very very scary experience for me because i was like i jumped like i was in shock and i was then i got out of the water and i kind of I was like, "Oh, that was awesome! Like that was super fun." And then I'm like swimming to the side, and all of a sudden I turn around and you got your girlfriend looking at you like she's about to die. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh boy!" So that was uh, that was quite the experience. A detail you you didn't you
0: didn't mention there. One of the like three things they said about the jump was start
1: swimming to the side right away. See, I don't know if they did say that. They told us that. So I don't know if they actually t- no they they said that afterwards because we came up.
0: I knew that when you guys jumped, okay. Because I remember being like, maybe, when Allie was drifting, I was like, I was yelling at her like, Allie, start swimming, okay. Maybe I we, could see like you going over there, and then she wasn't going over there, and I just know like the power of that. I've been right. in the snake
1: before, and I was like, I, I for sure knew that whether it was just me or they told us. Maybe I wasn't remembering it right, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't recall ever hearing that part about it from the locals to be like yeah once you get your head above water start swimming immediately to the side otherwise you're gonna get swept away in the rapids but i do remember i do remember when we came up like after after this had happened because you guys hadn't jumped yet we we had like got out of the water and came back up and then you guys are about to jump and whatever. And I remember like saying like that, those, that water was pretty strong And the local. I, I feel like the locals were like, yeah, by the way, we were, you're supposed to swim to the side right away. Yeah, And I was like, Oh, that was a pretty minor detail that we could have used. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Either then, way it was, yeah, that was, that was fun, but quite scary at one point.
0: Yeah. And then, yeah. So then, uh, then Tay and I jump and um, my feet touch, I don't think Tay's did, but, I, what I, uh, my first thought was get Taylor to the edge. Yeah. Like I was able to swim (laughs) in it just fine. And I was just like, get Taylor out of there. And I was like, okay, Taylor, stop enjoying it to the, to the bank. Let's go. Yeah. Get out of here. I
1: think, I think that's part of what caught Allie is like, she like got in a little bit of shock and then like realized like, Oh, that was awesome. And it was kind of just like, like you said, enjoying it. And then all of a sudden snap your fingers and she's 15 feet away from the Rockies or the rocks. It's not a lake.
0: It's not a lake at all.
1: No. Did I say lake?
0: No, I oh. was saying that like, you jump into Prairie Lake and you just sit there. Oh, right. No, in, yeah. It's a co- it's a river. It's moving. It's it's yeah. got some good pace to it. That's for yeah. sure. For sure. Um. Uh. Did we do anything else?
1: Um. Let's see here. Oh, we went white water rafting. That was pretty fun. Pretty oh, yeah, fun. Cause that my fam- was Awesome.
0: Yeah, because my my family was here. Yeah, mm-hmm. so my my um, most of my family was here staying at the Teton Club because that was like it was late, late july right it yeah, is, yeah. So they second were just, to last week of july yes yeah, so they're just out so one of the days we all went whitewater rafting and we had enough people that we all had just one boat right and there
1: was like yeah we had one boat and then we had another couple like of family other, of three yeah. or four i think yeah that was oh, with yeah, us. yeah
0: and uh yeah that was awesome so we were on one boat mm-hmm. um
1: Ripping Rapids and what was it when they called on the front? Was that like ride the bull or something? Ride the bull, like, yeah. yeah. Did you you rode the bull? Right, I did. I, I think I was riding the bull for some of the smaller rapids that we went over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do a thing where you can sit on the front, and there's like a little,
0: there's like a handle on the front of the boat to hold on to, so you're not you're not like in the boat really. You're yeah, riding you, the front you like
1: you like hang your feet out the front too, so like you're totally yeah. like outside the boat really. Yeah, the idea of it is worse than the actual concept because yeah once okay. the rapid hits you you fall back yeah into the no boat. right yeah exactly it's i mean it's obviously safe otherwise they wouldn't let you do it but yeah
0: i think of i've gotten white water rafting like three times and i've ridden the
1: bull every time and yeah. i've
0: never fallen out no I've yeah only fallen back yeah right exactly because
1: obviously you hit the rapid and the wave hits you yeah, right in the and face like and right you right fall in. backwards um but yeah no, that, everyone, was a, the, that was that was awesome the tourists who like haven't ever done it they're like oh my god <laughs> <please>. <laughs> you're <laughs> crazy you're sitting on the front of the boat oh my gosh look at this Daredevil. One of my favorite parts, actually, about that was when, when you get to like some of the calmer, not calmer spots, but the slower spots of the river, where they just let you like jump out and just like float in the river. Yeah, you know, like right next to the boat. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty sweet. I mean, obviously the the whole white water rafting, like that experience is is awesome and definitely suggest to anybody who hasn't been. But yeah. I remember like when we get into the middle or or not the middle the. Like kind of the down parts of the river, the slower parts where they're like, "Yeah, you guys can jump out and swim around or whatever." And that part was fun, where you just like get to jump off and just float down the river, really. Yeah, because you got a life jacket on, you're yep. just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was super fun. But yeah, I think those were like the main highlights: is the 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 big long hike, the cliff jump, and then the the rafting.
0: Yeah, and the village stuff. We like went to the right re- all the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Did we go into the park at all?
1: No, we tried. We were going to do I think we were going to do a hike in the park to one of the lakes. I can't remember what it was called. Oh yeah, but then but we then realized we that we could couldn't have do the, dogs. Do the dogs, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think yeah, I think that was mostly it. Yeah, and then in a couple of nights we just like grilled out at the the house in Idaho um in Victor that Yeah. Airbnb we stayed Oh at.
0: yeah, those nights, those nights where you know, we would take those little strolls just in the mm-hmm. neighborhood and we'd just like sit on that deck. Yeah. Um those were some of the nights where I went from like, you know, it's kind of a pipe dream to live in this area to like no, I need to. Yeah. Because the sunset's over there and it's oh, just there's... like everything's chill and you can just like you know, the dogs are around, you're just hanging out in the in the nature and all that stuff. It was just like it it kind of set it to a new level that gave that gave me a glimpse of like what real life could be like in the area where yeah. I didn't get that you don't get that saying at a hotel or
1: saying in the village or yeah, something like there's that. I, I agree totally. There's definitely a couple nights there was, it, it like felt like a normal day, I guess, you know, where it's like, oh yeah, we just got home and we're making dinner, grilling out, whatever, sitting on the deck. And yeah, I could t- like like you said, that that feeling yeah. that you got, I can imagine that that was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Like the days we had there, we would have, you know, went on a hike, did an activity. Mm-hmm. You come home and make dinner, you know, have some, have some drinks on the patio, play cribbage on the patio, make a bonfire. We did, we did all that. Yeah and and that's i have saturdays like that saturday sundays like that now Right, you know so yep. that was like a little glimpse into like what real life could be like living here for sure yeah and that that really changed things for me
1: mm-hmm.
0: or that was one of the many things that changed things for me yeah awesome so we're at an hour and almost 7 minutes wow goes quick um
1: yeah it does We have pizza ready for us. Should we should we shut it down? I've only gotten like six texts from Allie to come Uh, eat the pizza. uh, Okay, she just actually sent one that said it's all gone, so I don't know. Lies. I think it's a lie as well. I'll go get us some calico. Okay. (laughs) Um, Anything else for the audience, Stephen? Um, I don't know. I guess if if you're listening, you haven't been to Jackson. Take a trip. Don't come here. Go to Colorado. Wait, that's what (laughs) I. Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) Uh, The the mountains are too big for you. Uh, Stay stay far away from the animals.
0: Yeah, stay away from the animals. Um, you post some good stories. You don't post a lot of like real pictures on yeah, my Instagram. Instagram.
1: Not really, no. But you do stories
0: when you're doing stuff. Uh-huh. So tell the folks your Instagram. Uh, I might have to look S- that up. S
1: sling Twelve. No, it's it's something weird. I don't know what it is even. Uh, it's Steve Newt Two. S T E V E N E U T One. N E U T. N E U T Two.
0: Yeah. I found out, or I told him yesterday i had two contacts in my phone of him both steve trying to be Nightsling. one was one was n what was it n e u t z uh yeah
1: one was n u e t z l i n g z l i n g neither were correct you were close close on both but neither the right phone number but neither
0: the same name the right name yeah so i finally got that corrected
1: no, yeah, um, it, it, I'm not. I'm not super active, like posting wise on on Instagram. Um, if you wanna, you wanna see me on Instagram, follow Balla Weiss and and look for her hashtag StevenEatings. Eatings. Yeah, Stephen Eatings. Heard that. She's always fan. posting stories of you just eating. You guys, you guys are kind of foodies, so you're yeah, always trying out new spots. Yep. Yeah, and she always catches me at my greatest moments of <laughs> indulging in my food and cheeks looking, full. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. A barbecue or something. Yeah. No, she's never made me look skinny on that. I'll <laughs> tell you that for, <laughs> for 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 free. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you have you been on Al's Podcast? Uh I have twice actually, a recurring guest.
0: Yeah. Uh so uh a Spot Like That, what's the show called again? Um, uh, who's, whose Pick Is It Anyway? Whose Pick Is It Anyways? Um, Friends of the Podcast, my best friend Alex Marolt, and uh Drew Colvard. They do um how'd you describe that like they do like it's fantasy a, drafts of yeah, like, like fantasy draft of shit. like very
1: obscure like, like, ideas, uh, Yeah, like, I had
0: Alex on here, and we did what... Uh, pick three musicians, dead or alive, you'd want to climb the ground with. So, it's like that. It's like, pick three blank you'd want to do blank with. Yeah,
1: and, and they, they try and make it obscure. So, like, you know, I, the one I was on was was... Um, pick your presidents that you would go on a guy's weekend with, and like they just (laughs) do like random stuff like that, and just come up with.
0: So that what was that? The top picks were JFK. No,
1: top pick was Bill Clinton, most (laughs) unanimous number one pick of all time. Okay, and then (laughs) so him JFK probably was up there because he's known. Yeah, he'll bring the stogies. Dude, I'm gonna be honest. We we all like looked up random obscure president facts Cheaters. so like yeah oh yeah absolutely we had to come up with something because and yeah we we kind of they try and come up with some bullshit reason as to why this person would be good for this role or whatever and it's it's kind of it's 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 fun do they, it. they
0: like look it up now because their first i listened to like one of their their first couple episodes and it was the one where there was like uh nfl player for a for an M for a baseball yeah, roster, yeah, for a baseball team, yeah, and their reasonings for these things were just like the stupidest shit yeah, ever, no, I think and they knew it, yeah, because Al told me like, God, that was that was dumb, no, and I'm like, yeah, like, you, like think about it, mm-hmm. what your reasoning? You can't just be like, oh, I pick,
1: you know, I pick William Taft to yeah. go on a guy's weekend because his name's William, <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think they do a little bit more pre research here just so they can. Yeah can uh, come up with a little better reasoning and not just fire from the hip completely, but yeah, it, totally. it does get a little bit, uh, you can, you can come up with some pretty creative, creative stuff as to why somebody's a good fit for something just by, just by making it up. Yeah, for but. sure.
0: Definitely. So you can find Steven on no, uh, either of those episodes of that and go check out that podcast just in general. If you like that sort of thing, just kind of figurative situations like that, uh, uh, that sort of shit.
1: Um, but yeah, we'll call that an episode. Uh, Steve, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks Tyler appreciate um, it. Thanks for thanks for having me on the pod and and more so thanks for, for letting me invade your home for a week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We've been uh us that even working from home, uh we've been
0: coexisting pretty well yeah. with like meetings and stuff. I mean I have my office, so that's I don't have any issues, but you guys are working on our on our breakfast bar in our kitchen. Yeah, hey, it works. I would not be able to work across the table from my girlfriend like that. So kudos to you. I just pop my AirPods in though, don't worry.
1: I- <laughs> yeah,
0: but even that like like i'm sure i mean you guys have stayed for a while but like i'm sure like some of her actions like would bother you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so so yeah kudos to you for doing that because it's not easy to work across that close to somebody like that all the time we make it work yeah all right everyone um stay stay active wash your hands stay healthy and I've been saying lately, find a good book. So I'm re- I've been reading a ton. We didn't do. This is one of the last few episodes we haven't done any, um, any like book
1: recommendations. I'm gonna be honest. Oh. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I could provide much to that because I don't read a whole ton. Did I you? W- did you have to? I, I know. I'd, I I would like to get into it. I just haven't. Like, it's one of those things that you just kind of got to do, you know, and start doing and get into. I just haven't haven't done it. I don't know.
0: Well, it's hard if you don't. Like if if you if your idea of reading is like, you know I'll just say like fucking Harry Potter books like but if you don't like fiction or like mm-hmm. fantasy books like you're not gonna want to, but find new books right but if you just find like, you know. I just read The Mountains of the Mind and i've said it multiple episodes like i'm obsessed with that book mm-hmm. so like that gives me the drive to like get back into it you just got to find like
1: there's so many books and fiction I'll, i want to read the tiger woods book i think i think that's the first one that exactly I, I like read that that's, I that into. starts
0: a momentum where you're like oh you know and you're reading it and you're like I'm, i like reading i'm back mm-hmm. into that pre- pattern and then you see a book somewhere or you hear that someone's coming out with a book and you're like oh, i'll get into that yeah like i just got a book you, you came with me i just got a book called the sacred mushroom and the cross um if any of you are joe rogan listeners he's talked about it multiple times it draws a connection between the usage of magic mushrooms a certain magic mushroom hallucinogenic mushroom and a lot of the traditions we have in christianity and judaism also like old testament new testament new testament stuff um and i grew up catholic like went to private Private Catholic school K through eight, and then um, Private Catholic college. So, pretty religious family. So, I know a lot about Christianity. We studied Judaism in, in like middle school. So, I know plenty about that. And mm. it's kind of an interesting, like, historical asp- aspect if you just look at it. If you look at the Bible as like a, a historical book, if you separate like the spirituality out of it a little bit, it's still pretty fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then it like takes this guy, the author, he was one of the, like the historians on the Dead Sea Scrolls project, which to my knowledge is like it had stories of Jesus that they could carbon date the scrolls on to figure out that Jesus was for sure alive around the time we think he was. Mm-hmm. There was a human, there was a human named Jesus who went around Israel, told stories, did shit, preached, did stuff like that. You know, we could confirm a, t- a whole ton about Jesus's life from the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm-hmm and so he's on that project and from what he learned in the Dead Sea Scrolls and then other research of like old Christian art, old Christian books he thinks there's a connection between hallucinogenic mushrooms and Christian tradition.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm curious to to see the takeaways that you you come out with from that book cuz yeah. it seems pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, we I we're just glad to get it today when I got it um we opened up. I was looking for like some pictures that they had, some, just a glance at them. And there was a, like a painting from what year was it, 1520? I was like 1290 12, or 12, 1290. 1290 or something. A painting from like 1290. Uh, and it said depicting Adam and Eve and the tree, uh, the Garden of Eden. And it was Adam and Eve kind of just like roughly drawn as humans, you know, as we I would know them. And then the tree between them was a mushroom. It mm-hmm. was like a stalk in the middle with like mushroom heads coming off of the as sides. As like the branches. Yeah. yeah and And then there's all this stuff about connections to Christmas. like these certain mushrooms grow under evergreen trees after it rains and snows. And that's where that's why we put gifts under of the tree because they saw the mushrooms as gifts from God. Mm-hmm. and then they would dry them out like in the branches. and that's why we put freaking ornaments on trees, like insanity. like yeah. all the weird stuff about Christianity where you're like, why "Wait, we, we do that? this, We do this for Jesus." It's <laughs> like almost all of it is because of mushrooms. <laughs> and it's just it's super weird and so it, it, i'm not trying to debunk christianity or anything like if anything it's getting me in back into learning about christianity again right. but i'm so excited to start that
1: book yeah that will be i'm I'm curious to, to hear what you have to say about yeah. it
0: yeah because th- that's a lot of what books are and a lot of my hobbies are like you know i'm in um finance and technology so i'm in this groove of like you know really you know acidic (laughs) what is from wall street that really acidic mustard shit um so it's like you know really it's like numbers it's like money it's technology it's like it's like really you know that kind of stuff it's really what is it right brain stuff so a lot of my hobbies are like you know making content that's artistic it's it's um reading books that are super weird like i'm reading a game of thrones book right now i'm reading mountains of the mind which is the psychology around mountains you know i like when I'm not in work to get my brain out of the groove of finance and technology, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which then helps me helps that groove feel fresher. Right. So that's why this was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> this be, is, this is out there. That'll be interesting. And I know it is, but I'm excited <laughs> because of that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We've rambled on for far too long. We're going to go, t- going to go eat some pizza. I Anything like else to say? No, that's it. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. All right. Thanks everybody. Have a good week.